and welcome back to a brand new Player 2 Review Discussion. My name is Paul James. Today, I'm joined by our resident expert on all things moving out, overcooked, camped out, <laughs> that whole subgenre. Buddy Watson is your go-to expert and he's here to talk about it. So, how's things, mate? I'm good. How are you? Very well. Uh, we've discussed this in messages privately. Uh, we promise we haven't, you haven't been shoehorned into this sort of thing, but um, obviously you've picked up a few of these sort of games over the course of the last few years and, and uh, you're pretty damn good at them, so... Yeah, thank you. Um, I love Overcooked, and obviously we play, recently played Australia's uh, Camped Out as well, um, and love all the SMG games like Death Squared, and, and obviously uh, Moving Out 1, so it's uh, good to play Moving Out 2. I feel like I definitely have been pigeonholed in that like, same screen multiplayer uh, hole, but uh, if that's a big pigeonhole into that and typecast, I'll, I'll take it, because I yeah. love those games, and I, I love what they kind of uh, ensue and bring on. Yeah, they're real good, and as I said, you're real good at them. So it's going to be great to kind of pick your mind about it. We've, we've spent a bit of time playing in a game in co-op over the course of the last week or so. You've gone through, and just for context for everyone, you've gone and platinum the game. Um, so absolutely smash this one out of the park. So let's, I, guess, I guess let's go top level, and then we'll start to get into the more granular aspects of the game. What are you thinking? Uh, very impressed, actually. And I was super impressed with number one. So out of the gate, I, I really enjoyed number one. Um, surprise <laughs> yeah surprise uh, but with this and um, then moving on to like a, kind of what feels like a first time sequel for SMG um, yeah. having had Death Squared and uh, the other games there um, very impressed I had high expectations just personally because of these styles of games and I knew that I was kind of going to like this anyway yeah. it's pretty hard to not like these games for me it has to be like a real kind of low par to disappoint me uh, but if, if, if anything um, my low expectations or no expectations really were blown out of the park with um, how good it was. It feels way more polished than number oh, one. Okay. Not that it wasn't polished, um, but this feels fantastic. First of all, in its look, uh, its presentation as well, and then um, also the way it feels and the, the movement when you're moving around in, in the levels and, and the physics and everything. We're quite good in number one, but um, I haven't gone back and played one yet, but it feels, it just feels like everything is way smoother and tighter. Um, there's way more level variety. Uh, they have like score attack levels now. Um, they have moving in levels as a standard instead of being brought in as yeah, DLC, DLC for add-ons for specific levels uh, before. So adding it into the you know, normal level instead of just adding to the normal levels like they did in number one. Um, and just the style and the overworld variety of the levels uh, and, and the kind of this multiverse thing they've got going on oh, gives yeah. them a little bit more leeway um, to kind of do some more zany things uh, in some of those worlds. And of course, the big feature is online, which I feel like has been pretty seamless. Um, and there's, you know, there's still have to complete some levels on your own when you're attacking on and playing like I did with you, like we yep. did with Adam, um, having to complete them in your own game. But all your saves, like your stars and progress, that kind of stuff carries on. So I didn't feel like that was too much of a deterrent anyway, where um, some of these games, when they have progressed to the sequels, may have had some of those teething issues uh, before. But um, yeah, I'm very impressed. Really uh, enjoyed my time with it. Yeah, it very much feels like, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but it really feels like a sequel. And this kind of links to what you were discussing at the very beginning of your point there, where they've had the opportunity to take on board all the feedback and, and learn from what did and didn't work in the first game, look what did and didn't work at the D, in the DLC, and of course observe the, the scene as well and see what's going on with the Overcooked and, and the Camped Outs and the Tools Ups and all those different games that have come out over recent years uh, and kind of see how things have evolved and, and kind of pass through that, pull the, pull the right threads. And they've, they've made a game here that is considerably better than than the original that's 
no mean feat because as you said, the first game was a lot of fun. Um, I personally, and you touched on the online, stoked to be able to play it um, with you because I, I mean, uh, my my home situation, my wife's not crazy about these sorts of games and then to not have the, the and also, you know, pandemic, little kids, all those, I, mean, I didn't really have anyone to play, uh, to play the original with and so kind of lost that edge, I think pretty early on because it was, mm. solos just wasn't the ideal way to play it. This, Firstly, is a much better solo experience than the original as well, and we've we've both had opportunities to kind of play the game on on its own on our own, but um, also just thrilled to be able to play it in co-op this time and really see how these games shine because I've never actually been able. To, I mean, I've been able to consume it via streams and whatnot, but actually hands-on engaged in it. Oh my god, it's it's just so good. And this is what the games are all about. Like Overcook One didn't have online. The second game, um, I really feel like they took it up a notch adding throwing as a mechanic um online and the complexity in the levels and i think like smd have kind of taken those lessons from that evolution from yeah. one to two and like done the same thing um pretty much across the board with everything so yeah super impressed i'm so glad that they gave it another go and not like moved on to another ip because i really feel a lot of these games like get your kind of footing and then the second one seems to be where it all kind of kicks off and well, that absolutely happened with Overcooked. Not that the original was bad, but like they, as you said, they kind of really took it up a, a few notches when it came to the sequel there. And things like Online, which is exactly what's happened here, made a huge difference. Um, so let's let's start to kind of get a little bit more in the weeds. There's there's 50 plus levels in this game. There's, there's as you said, there's a lot more diversity there. What was it, uh, I guess, on that gameplay sort of side, what was it that really caught your eye compared to the original? And as you said, it's it's been a little while, but... Not long prior to the recording of this, we were playing a few rounds with uh, friends of the show, uh, Max, uh, Max and uh, Betson from the Pop Culturist, and uh, Betson in particular was kind of commenting on like he's been playing the original in the in the last few days and and really spoke to the the way like just how much the, the finer that detail is. Not to mention how how much better it looks too, but the precision, mm. the the different skills and changes that have been applied here, it just works a treat. Yep. Um, for me, like you still have your, you know, kind of your base neighborhood that you'd started in Packmore, um, yeah. from number one. So you still have like a, a, a decent footing to kind of get in, but much more like some of the other levels that are you know, in the sci-fi, um, world like Patropolis, uh, they have like a middle folklore more, which is kind of this, uh, you know, medieval like kind of D and D magic type feel. And then they have snack more, which is like a whole dimension made of candy. Um, so with that, like there's, you know, using zip lines, um, what else is there? Like opening, manually sliding doors, going through portals, manually. Those manual going. sliding doors, man. Oh my God. One way doors, uh, meant like using kind of, um, like a train around the level and yeah, like, that was cool. Using that to progress and, and get things around. So, um, like throwing things on fountains and obviously the umbrellas from the the previous game as well and um, bouncing obstacles off of that um and just yeeting things across the level but i feel like there was more of that kind of stuff to um do in this like yeah. moving like batteries onto place and powering doors and stuff there's like a little bit more like problem solving uh in it as far as just like go get item or said item is too heavy so two people go get it so i feel like there was like more kind of thinking power to or strategy Yep. Um, in it specifically if you're chasing some of those high scores as well so uh, yeah maybe just like the maybe the more complexity um, of course like thinking about those levels which kind of didn't make it too boring or monotonous especially because it's like almost twice the amount of levels so I think they had to do that but they did it in a really creative and like organic way and it never quite felt stale yeah they uh, changed too, it up really well long. 
Yeah, they, yep. they really change things up really well. Cha- uh, change the pace, change the, the mission structures. They've got, as, in, as you've kind of mentioned, the time attack levels. There's a whole range of different things that come along just at the right frequency to change up that pace and ensure that you're not, as you say, kind of stuck in that same monotonous loop for a while not that not that it's necessarily monotonous because the game beyond the the game design and that's that component of it the game's got an awesome tone uh there's plenty of humor it's vibrant in terms of its color palette like there's lots of things to engage but even in terms of that core gameplay loop they change it up just often enough and they introduce the right like new level types just often enough that you'll never get stuck in that grind for too long yeah, and it's the thing that um, like the same level multi, uh, same screen multiplayer games um, generally have as well. When you get like, especially when you're playing with a group, you get into like that state of flow where the commu- you almost don't communicate, and you kind of mentally just know what each person's doing, and you go in there and kind of execute. And when you get into that with no communication but on the same page thing, that's really good. But if you can get to that state of flow for too long, um, obviously then it's kind of you're not really playing the game, right? You'd kind of just ticking things off a list but when you're shaking it up a little bit firstly like okay we're gonna have to do this or that first or that um that breaks it up and then you get into that state of flow uh that's what that's what i find it like really really works like you gotta break it up get back to it break it up get back to it break it up if all the levels were the same you get in that state of flow too early and it just become come stale at the end so yeah, yeah. Works, it works a treat there is a zen state you can absolutely get in where you, you just like everything's clicking and hell even in that player two plays that we record which people can go check out now on the player two youtube channel um and we were playing with with ryan and max i mean they even made that observation i think it was ryan specifically that said it like almost instantly that some like and these were some of the the more challenging levels too that the conversation died very quickly at one point and people because people just switched into the right mode now we event, yep. eventually kind of switched it all back on with some stupid antics because you need to keep, create some good let's play content here but um but very quickly everyone's kind of identified okay what was required and boom people are just switching into that mode everything's moving around perfectly you just understood okay i need to get this thing here this thing there and how do we get it done and it became really clear and people just moved into position and and did it without speaking which great testament to the game too that like it onboards new players like that they instantly feel like they're that cog in the machine without having to be handheld too much now of course they both know their way around this game but or like the, the I guess the core systems of a game like this, but it, you know, totally new levels, totally new objectives, and yet it took no time at all before they just toggled straight into it and off they went. So hats off to SMG in that regard as well. Yeah. And one thing I want to bring up as well, the the change from the bronze, silver, and gold medals, and then having the additional challenges in moving out one, to just having the stars and the two stars be the timing and then extra stars being the objective. Yeah. Kind of like how they've taken away the you know the bronze the silver and the gold is like a way of like you didn't achieve as much whereas they're just all the same kind of level now the stars and uh getting all the stars on one level i think that's like a subtle change but um i kind of like the idea about that especially if you're playing uh with younger people or family kind of yeah makes them less intimidating yeah less intimidating oh we only got the bronze time or like oh we got the star like try and push for the next star so um think like simplifying it down has made it a lot of maybe maybe a little bit not accessible but maybe less like you said less intimidating as well no i mean no i mean look it's a different type of accessibility but it absolutely is like it opens the game up to a to a crowd that and kind of encourages people to play it longer than perhaps they would have otherwise like you it can be a deflating feeling to to feel like you've thrown your all at this thing and felt like you've done a pretty good job and then to get a to get a bronze rating in any sort of game can kind of knock the wind out of your sails a little bit and in some cases potentially push push people away from play so to be able to i guess tweak that that system a little bit to make it 
instantly more mm. approachable and not necessarily push people away. So, okay, like I've got, there's two objectives. There's the base time and just completion. There's the pro time. And then, as you say, it's kind of whatever objectives come after that. And they're, they're fun. They're stupid. Some you can kind of pretty naturally get. Others, you have to really go hunting and are really quite obscure. And that's, that's, a, that's a good fun challenge as well. And certainly some that even to this day, I still can't quite work out what they were trying to get me to do. I'm sure you're well on your way in some of those cases. But um, like I'm, I'm scratching my head going, how am I supposed to do that? Not, not even like, how do I actually do this thing? But what is it that this very vague thing is trying to get me to do? And um, I'm going to enjoy kind of trawling through the internet to get some of those answers and then go and do some of the things that you've been able to brain your way through already. There's a few that I have kind of I've stuck on. Um, I think I've got like one star in each of two of the dimensions I'm missing out on. And then the other dimensions I've kind of just like no idea. But I think I'm like got 236 out of 266. 266. So I'm, I'm pretty decent that's pro level um, so, as far as i'm concerned somewhere towards the end i didn't even like try i was just like speed running to get through the game and i'm like oh, i'll go back and get him anyway yeah clean but, him up uh, after yeah yeah there's a few that i've uh i'm, I'm sure i'm going to be kicking myself once the, the guides and all that come out well yeah um and i mean we you know we've touched on obviously they are multiplayer games by nature but it works well solo we've played two player we've played three player we've played four player we've tried in every kind of permutation that's possible in this game and it all works really really well and there's certainly some levels that i've found um are better suited to the single player experience some that are more suited to to having right up to four there's kind of others that there's kind of the sweet spot where two or three is actually ideal it's it's really kind of fascinating that balancing and i'm sure would have been a, a a challenge for the team at different points so massive credit to them for kind of making it work there are some that um were almost almost obvious immediately to us and that was whether we're playing two three or four that okay like if i jump out of this this objective that i'm trying to get i can tick that off easy but when it's two of us because of the weight of different items and those sort of things um you know became far more possible uh, achievable for mm. for the player now i don't know if i necessarily think that's a good thing or a bad thing at the end of the day i'd like to think it should be equal for everyone but it is a very fine line to walk with a game such as this to try and get that balancing just right um, but I appreciate the fact that I, you can look and go, oh, yeah, okay, I can do this if, you know, when Buddy and I stop, I can go straight back to this level, boom, I'm in, boom, objective tick, go off, uh, and no, no dramas at all. Um, which, yeah, I, I guess it's kind of a backhanded compliment in a way, but it works well. Like, you can do it in whatever way suits you best, and it's, that's awesome. Well, if you're really good and you play on your own and you can get some of the objectives that you can't with other people, it's like a double-edged sword, right? It's like yeah, cool, I can knock some of this stuff off without other people, but when it comes to games like this, I would always prefer to play with others and, yeah, and try and work your way through it at levels and try and work work and do it as a team yeah. um, and make it happen with more players. And what I could go back and do it on my my own because like, yeah, it's, it's not, as, not as fun without, yeah, um, with without a crew, so... Um, the other part of it, and you, you mentioned kind of accessibility before, are some of the accessibility features that are present in the game as well. There's lots of different ways you can tweak the game to make it more approachable for uh, players, no matter their level of experience or or their abilities. And um, I I think they were pretty pretty well balanced as well. Did you mess around with them at all? Uh, I didn't. Um... <laughs> Basically, because 
I know that in some other games, like tweaking, like touching accessibility, like ruins trophies. So I didn't touch that until I finished the the game. Oh yeah, okay. Um, and, I didn't yeah, even think about that at the time, but I did. I did try them out. You're a rookie. You're a rookie. And... Rookie trophy hunter. Come on. Well, look. To be fair, do, it didn't right? didn't affect me. It didn't come back to bite me. But I went and checked them out no. for a couple for a couple levels, and it's yes. It, they're, they're good so additions. I read, like I, read I read through the list, yeah. and I was like, oh, these be super super handy. Um, yeah, you know, in some cases with some of the levels, it really bloats out the amount of time you've got to work with, which is good in some senses. But like, especially if I was playing. Solo, there was some of those time attack ones where the amount of time they give you is ridiculous. Uh, there's one particular level that you and I were messing around with. It was kind of like this slide of uh, and kind of foods coming down, and you had to catch oh, yeah. them with the thing. Yeah, you know it. I won't spoil it for everyone watching, but um, that I I completed that objective was well beyond the pro the pro thing, and had six minutes left on the clock. After I was like, what do I do? And I just I put the control down and walked off until the level finished. Um, yep. so like there's, but again, I mean, fantastic for those who. Are just less experienced, less able. Um, that gives you lots of opportunity to be able to succeed in this game, no matter what. Which and I you can map different awesome. controller profiles. Yeah, um, that too. In the options too, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, you know, not too many button games let you bind whatever you want and then save it as a profile. So that was cool. Yeah, and um, obviously we we kind of touched on you know the you know some of Betson's observations before with the kind of the the polish and those sort of things. The game does look really good. Mm. Like it's obviously got its own distinct style, and so it's you know we're not pushing high end HD realism that sort of thing. It's got its it's got its quirky style, and it sticks to it, and it works really really well. And I I really appreciate what they've done. The, those vibrant looks, the the designs of the different realms that you go to, provide the team more opportunities to really mess around with the color palette, um, and kind of throw some really cool visual aesthetics at you. I think they really nailed that, and and the, uh, and the music the the score as well um there's the the same kind of main theme that we know from the original game but even the music they've designed for for this game is just top shelf like it really adds to that atmosphere and that fun that you're having whether it's solo or with others yeah even though multiverses have ruined movies and the movie landscape uh (laughs) opened up for games and being able to add some variety to your game so uh appreciate what they've done there um any other thoughts at all that you wanted to make sure that we expressed through this uh just overall super impressed um like i said it's my style of game anyway and i don't really have any expectations going into these type of games but just like playing and and really enjoying number one um just noticing like the work they put into this in like evolving pretty much everything making everything smoother look tighter um changing the game mechanics the variety in the levels score attack stuff yeah pretty much just tick the box for what you would want in a sequel of this style of game yeah, and it, the addition it, of online on play, online play, so people like you can actually get to enjoy and actually know what this kind of experience is about, um, instead of just like having moving out being that default. Okay, that was my experience with it. That's what that game is like. No, this is what this game is. This is what these style of games are, and now everybody gets to experience that. And it has crossplay as well, so that was pretty cool too. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd always kind of gotten close through things like you know playing the likes of Camped Out, for example, at show floors, and get, maybe getting some, mm. the occasional opportunity with some couch cop with people, but it was never for sustained periods. So to get to to play the game in its you know, very close to its purest form, I mean, I guess the the online gameplay is never quite the same as what you're going to get when you've got two, three, four friends all sitting on the same couch together. But it certainly brings you as close as possible to that, and it works really, really well. Can't say there was any online issues that, that we faced at all. I think maybe there was one nah. disconnect along the way, but well, that could have been one of us for all we know. It was, And it certainly wasn't regular. Uh, yeah, it was a one-off as far as I recall. Um, so massive credit to the team there. They've nailed that side of things as well. Moving out to is... It's awesome. It's what I've been kind of hoping that these experiences was, 
would be uh, when I got to play them kind of the way they were intended. And I'm thrilled that I finally got to to check it out and, and get to play it with you. After all these years of kind of <laughs> seeing seeing and hearing about your prowess with these things, I got to be witness uh, first person and, and enjoy it. It was awesome, mate. Yeah, maybe we'll do a run through uh, Overcooked uh, now that you've played, uh, you got the itch. Oh, yeah, we'll have to go over Overcooked 2 and... Yeah, oh mate, the, here we go. The can of worms has been cracked wide open. I'm keen, <laughs> and I get to do it with a pro. Well, That's mate, it. thanks very much for for coming on and discussing the game, and of course the review that'll be live on the Play Two website for people to check out as well. Buddy's uh, making his debut with us, and really awesome to have him on board. So go check out Buddy's written review there as well. Thanks so much for coming on board, mate. No, worries, thanks for having me. Make sure to check out uh, Buddy on socials, Buddy Watson Twelve on on Twitter and I'm sure a million other platforms that are continuing to sprout up these days. Keep your eyes out for that. Of course, <laughs> check out Buddy's review there. Paul James Games for myself. The website's player2au. Visit the website player2.net.au for Buddy's review and a whole bunch more. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out all the podcasts. Thanks a lot for watching. Thanks again, Team17, uh, for providing codes and SMG for being just geniuses at making at making games like this. But otherwise, that was thanks for hanging out, mate. That was awesome to chat. All right, talk soon. And everyone, thanks for visiting. We'll see you next time. 